Hey, welcome back. My name is Last No Meal, and this is the second episode of the Cyberpunk 2077 Community Podcast. Today with me, I have Mad Queen from the Mad Queen Show. Greetings, Earthlings. Neon Arcade. What's up? What's up? And Subsidian from the Triple S League. How are you doing? Good. You had a fun week. Oh yes, yeah. It's been a it's been a bonkers week for. A couple of things, like news stories for sure, mm-hmm. and it's going to be an even bigger week on our Tuesday show. We have Chris Avalon. Oh, um, yeah, I saw that. Questions. Oh, that's going to so be that's, nice. That's super exciting. Oh, we're going to be looking forward to that. Uh, what did you do, Neon? How was your week? Um, I, mine was pretty good. I had a low-key week. I worked. Uh, I went to the mall with my girlfriend, and that's pretty much it, actually. Mm. Yeah, not nice. much. Nice. New Mad Queen? Well, I was going to say that my butt is aching, but it sounds <laughs> way worse than it, than it is in reality because I went to the gym and I work out uh, way too much. <laughs> oh, nice. Everyone has been active, wow. I see. <laughs> <laughs> so today, like for uh, for this podcast, I was thinking to do something different because we didn't have any big news this week, like no news in general. Uh, we can maybe talk about like the characters and how are you going to play through the game, like how we're going to do missions, how our characters are going to act like during those missions, and yeah, are we going to cause havoc or go stealthy? So who's going to start first? Me. Okay, <laughs> go for it. Because I'm, go- I'm going to be the easier one, because, uh, well, in, in real life I am some sort of media, but in game I am a solo and I am an easy trigger solo. I have a hurt trigger. I like shooting things in the head. And actually, I believe that this is the best stealth approach, because if you shoot an enemy in the head, he won't hear you coming. So <laughs> I'm, I believe that I'm going to die way too many times because uh, this uh, interactive dialogue control that they implemented for Cyberpunk has this uh, thing when <laughs> you can either talk or you can you can just throw your weapon, which is something that I'm sure I'm going to do a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's nice. I, I saw a lot of people actually going for the stealthy approach rather than going all guns blazing, especially because of the, the consequences. Mm-hmm. Yes, probably. We will live longer <laughs> if we do oh, that. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Union? Um, me, personally, I think I'm going to try to balance everything as much as possible. Because mm-hmm. on my first playthrough, I kind of want to get a taste of everything. Mm. So I'm going to go, you know, theoretically, if I could, 33% of each solo netrunner and techie. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably if, when, the, when the game comes out, that's not going to really be able to be done. But I'll, you know, I'll attempt it. It will. Yeah, you think hey, so? Well, the, the, the class system, um, the last time I saw it, it was, and we reported on this like ages ago, which was a, a long time ago. I want to make this clear. It was a really long time ago and things can change. Yeah, but three years it was ago. Like a, yeah, it was like a web oh, system. Oh, you're talking about three years ago. Okay. Yeah. So it was originally designed as kind of like a web system so that you were not locked out of, you know, progressing in any direction that you want to, mm-hmm. but you're not going to be given enough to just max everything out. That way, mm-hmm. you really get the the sense that you're basically multi-classing, and that's right. like so that's, that's, that's <clears throat> yeah. From a gameplay exactly. perspective, it's it's yeah. like when you're building it, you have the option: do you either commit to a single tree and make every, you know force everybody down the class route, or do right. you open it up and allow everybody to just kind of do a little mix and matching of everything? And mm-hmm. for the most part, that's that's I think, I mean, I'm a big fan of original classes. 
in most games. Like, I want there to be more original classes, but I'm also a big <coughs> fan of, like, jack-of-all-trade types, too, so... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but this is going to be a problem because uh, then you won't be able to specialize because I'm sure that if you pick some abilities from one class, then the high, highly abilities of your class, of your main class, you're not going to be able to pick them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's and, and that's story. originally how it was. That was originally how we, we got it was that was the design of it. was It was specifically made so that you made hard choices as to what you wanted to incorporate. Just like there's some... Uh, there are some of the other classes like uh, medic and um, rocker boy and uh, journalist that exist within the the game's kind of like secondary lore system. They're not classes per se, but they have you know they have options in there like your your choices mm. for your backstory, things that are going to affect it in, a little bit in that way, not directly or like combat wise, but they're going to give they're going to open that up a little bit in that direction. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially because uh, if you have like skill trees, and usually what people do, they like, okay, I, I liked uh, two abilities from this skill tree, I'm going to take them, and then if I'm like using, uh, like for example, uh, Skyrim is a great example of that. Uh, so you're gonna be using light armor, and then you choose like, am I going to use daggers, or am I going to go with a bow? So maybe, you know, having something like that in cyberpunk generally is to like, okay, so I'm gonna be, let's say, a stealthy ninja hacker kind of a type. So you're going to take what, what you need, but you're going to also sacrifice some of the things. You won't be like, you will die fast because you don't have uh, a lot of armor on you and stuff like that. So I think that's fun because you on one side you get an advantage, but on the other side you lose something. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really curious because in this universe we have knowledge chips. So I don't know if, uh, obviously the skills you acquired with experience are always better, but I don't know if we're going to have available knowledge chips mm. and this may give you some different kind of knowledge or even a lower version of the same knowledge that you would, would acquire with skills. Mm. This may be think, a possibility. I think, I think if they implement that like places of power, like in The Witcher, you find like a random skill chip somewhere you could just have like a free ability point something like that that would be mm -hmm. kind of cool mm. well, oh yeah there's two things there's two things that i'm going to throw out for consideration because there's um this hasn't been really talked about very much so we know that we can complete or fail missions and still have the progress of the game continue forward and which what yeah so what this what this leads to um and, and one of the, the things that hasn't been talked about yet, so I'm, I'm going to throw a little bit of a spoiler, so heads up. Um, we have, they, they've made it clear that there's multiple ways that you can complete missions, including like conversation routes and also like, um, you know, the combat route. But something else that a lot of people haven't considered or haven't realized yet is that this also includes non-interactive um, non paths as well. So instead of like going into try and steal something or to by brute force or by coercion uh there will be the option to go in and steal something like a ghost like basically break in take it and never be seen and never interact with anybody within the mission either and there will be a handful of scenarios where where this is an option <clears throat> and so this is this is going to open up a big a couple of big questions as far as experience gain as well because if you get xp per kill or if you get XP per mission complete, but if it's per kill, as well as mission complete, 
then what's going to be the best way to get to the highest level possible and how will that affect the end game so mm. thoughts on both of those i think they'll probably make equivalents for whatever you're doing i think they'd have to bounce it like that because if, if they just go by kills that's kind of mm. that you know tips it in the favor of obviously a solo class mm-hmm. yeah especially if you're gonna have oh sorry oh go on, go on. Uh, yeah especially if you're going to uh like avoid killing people so they have to balance it out Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't remember how did it work in The Witcher. I don't remember that you had PX for kill only for big ones. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. And, I'm not sure. Do you it remember? It was like basically like mission turn-ins too. It's mm-hmm. like when when you completed something that you you progressed, and so that's that's the system that I'm suspecting that they're they're definitely going to be using. Obviously, is like when you complete the mission, and we kind of see it as as it's kind of set up. You go out, you do a mission, and then you return, and and that's kind of how. I think the the progress is going to, you know, work from there. Uh, but as far as like just generally going, uh, I'll use Skyrim as an example. It, you know, you're you're sent to go get something or to steal something or to free somebody. You can do it in a lot of times, um, especially if it's like a theft mission. You can do it without being seen, without being spotted, without interacting at all. And therefore, the only thing that's really given to you is the experience in your stealth and whatever other skills that you use while you're stealthing. Hmm. Whereas if you were to go in and, and do a combination of all those things, then you'd be getting experience for both combat, conversation, and, you know, yeah, that's true. Uh, what other, whatever other skills you're throwing in. There's a, definitely a way to min-max everything. And in a lot of ways, the, the best way to min-max everything is to stealth through to the very end, get what you're going for, have a conversation with somebody and then work your way back through the mission by killing everybody and that's the that's the way to min max everything (laughs) (laughs) which would be really funny you know it's like it's like they're trying to protect the vault but then the danger comes from the vault so to speak uh as just just throwing out a general example so you had like this some sort of chart chart in um what game was oh this arcana studio game before prey Mm-hmm. Help me out here. Uh, Dishonored. Dishonored 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. You had this spe- this uh, kind of chart in Dishonored 2 of uh, how stealthy you were. So I guess that maybe if you are going for full stealth and you have PX killing people, you can have a chart of how stealthy you were. If no one ever detected, this could more or less balance killing everybody. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we can have that. Because I was also thinking about... Uh, what if if we use charisma, for example? I don't know how much that's gonna have an impact in the game, but using like the silver tongue to get what we want, like <coughs> corpos generally like, of course do. That. Oh yeah, yeah, something well, like that. The, whatever the approach that you that, that you pick, you're going to have your difficulties. I mean, yeah. killing is one skill. Uh, knowing what to say is another skill. Mm. I mean. People that know what to say probably are going to be great in that skill. I have to kill people because I never know what to say in the dialogue <laughs> options. I'm going to be killed just by saying hello. I'm totally sure about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I was also like, I don't know if this was discussed, but uh, like, is there going to be some sort of like, of course, we have uh, the guy like police in the city, at least the corporation ones or the regular ones. Are they going to have, like, a bounty system for us? I, I don't think anyone discussed that. Like, in GTA kind of a style. 
where you like do something system. crazy. Yeah, like a wanted system. Mm -hmm. I don't think well, there's like, anything like that. I don't think there's anything like that in the lore. Huh. I mean, there there are bounty hunters, but usually it's for people that is already charged and escaped yeah. from the custody. Not from people that they is not uh, under police. I never have been under police mm. custody. And actually, uh, the laws are a little special in Night City. They have this uh, uniform civilian justice justice code. And most of killings, if if um, self defense, this uh, is not a crime. I mean, the the weapon statue that was created at the martial law it basically says that that if someone attacks you and you kill him, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, shit happens. Oh, but would you be able to just walk onto the streets with your gun and just like yeah. fire away? At people? Is it game over? No, 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 because according to according to the law of Night City, only if someone attacks you, you can shoot them back. If you mm -hmm. attack a civilian, you probably will get arrested or, or will have some sort of consequences. Oh yeah, I mean definitely. this this was this was built off of the concept mm. of the of the American like um, system that they mm. have, uh, and it's and it's very much like. I'm trying to think of a good example that's not that wouldn't be disrespectful. Okay, so there was there was a fellow who climbed a bell tower and started to shoot at civilians down on the the street. It was I, I'm not sure exactly the motivation. It was either crazy, insane, or or terrorist related. Um, but he did so in one of the highest like gun capitals of the world in in the states and. Mm -hmm. The bell tower suffered so many uh, bullet strikes from civilians who were just armed that the bell tower had to be repaired for structural integrity. <laughs> and I oh. believe the guy was killed by, <clears throat> by civilian fire. So in, in that case, you have a scenario where, you know, in, in a lot of places that would have ended up quite badly. And, and what I believe happened, I, it's been years and years since it happened, but I believe basically what happened is that it was a as far as like you know causing damage it was, it was a complete reversal and nobody i believe and i really should have checked on this before i used it as an example but i believe that none of the civilians were charged so in that respective i think that's what we're expected to see as far as how the game bleeds like that kind of a a, a subject yeah. matter into mm. it is using just that generalized example of if you start shooting at people in the street then you know anybody who's wearing a weapon will start to fire at you, and or if you were to be you know hanging out in the street and then somebody you know some cyber psycho starts to go crazy and you mm -hmm. fire at them that, that that's more or less how how it would work um, as far as like utilizing an example that actually that you can actually draw some like connection to, but they also mentioned uh, did they not Mad Queen that that the police in the game are no joke and that if you go on a rampage. The chances of you living through the rampage is like really, really low, right? Uh, yeah, they'll mess you up. Totally, yeah. don't mess with the police. <laughs> yeah, don't mess with them. Even less in the corporate zones because it's corporate police. And I yeah. really don't know what happened in uh, with Arasaka in the Cyberpunk Red, but if they are Arasaka, you don't mess with them. You <laughs> just don't. That's why we're sponsored by them. Obviously. <laughs> and now a few words from our sponsor Arasaka, the best security mega corporation in the universe. <laughs> no, I think like police is probably gonna have a lot of HP. Like in The Witcher 3, once you go into a city and you like civilians, if you kill them, like the game ends. But for the guards, oh, 
you can try and kill them, but they do a lot of damage. So it's probably going to be something like that, like the similar style. If you go against them, they will have a lot. And then, for example, like you, you destroy the first wave of the police. Then they send like someone else. They Attack send squad. yeah, max attack or whatever. Yeah. Well, That's, in fact, in, they, in they Cyberpunk, some, sorry, they, they put out some news about uh, the tax squad this week, didn't they? Um, not not uh, CDPR, obviously, but uh, didn't uh, Telsorian put out something interesting on that? Well, mm. I was going yeah. to say that in uh, in Red, uh, all the um, officers like merged in the same class because now before in 2020, cops were cops and including, include mm-hmm. mostly cops and um, and the max tag that, that also cops. But in the new edition, they included uh, the law enforcement division and any kind of security agent. And I don't know how this is going to be translated in the game if this is of some relevance. Because in that case, we will have uh, police, we will have corporate police, we will have uh, max stack, and we will have the national law enforcement division. Hmm. So we're going to have all sorts of also, agencies to be careful with. There's also Dexter's bodyguard, right? So he's kind of... I, mm. I don't know if he's going to be in Arasaka security, because he's wearing all black. Right? Is that a hired out bodyguard from Arasaka? Like, where did he get this bodyguard from? Well, I was thinking, uh, usually, usually, if you're an edge runner of some kind, usually you don't, you don't hire Arasaka, you go for a, well, for a good solo. And uh, you hire... a solo, yeah. I, I took for granted he was a solo. Maybe, maybe he's an... I don't well, know, maybe the, they are the waiting... Logo, so. Sorry? He didn't have the Arasaka logo, so that kind of... Yes, usually they have the Arasaka security in the front, and I, I, I hope, I hope that they are like waiting to make the big, the big reveal <laughs> of the Arasaka security officers in the next trailer because this is like something super important in the law. And what we saw so far were like uh, you know a couple of typical things, but you know not not the core of the law that fans love. You know what I mean? Right. So I hope that uh, reveals like. Uh, is the characters that are going to be in the game and what happened with Arasaka security. I hope that they are waiting to make a big reveal about that. Mm. That'd be sick. I'd be down for that. Mm. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of, lot of new things coming in the reveal. Yeah. Mm. <coughs> I, think, I think originally, um, in the original kind of concept of the story, especially that we can see from the teaser, um, I think that that was kind of more or less the, a larger focus of the game, but then having this V uh, Merc come in to as the main protagonist, mm-hmm. I think that changed a little bit of the story um, as far as where they, they were going to focus on. I think wh- where they were trying to focus on was definitely something uh, a little bit more up to the up to the like the police kind of side of things. Just judging from the trailer, but I'm not I'm not I'm not positive on that. So. Well, I remember that one of the first images that was released, was officially released of this game, was uh, like a solo in a street with a mecha, something like that. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember that one. He's got, yeah, like, that yeah the concept art. Yeah. 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 The, didn't they and... later take that back and kind of like? No, they haven't really they... promoted that anymore. They, I mean, that was like that was like there. early. That was really early. Um conceptual art put out and there was a lot of it done especially the one my one of my favorite ones is the the um the stripper in the strip club thing where she shoots all the the people gathered um and then the, 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 the police come in 
that it is not it is not officially tied to in the sense that it was like cyberpunk or cdpr came out and said yes this is part of the official stuff what it was though that we found out is that the artist had created that along with the rest of the images that got out so he was contracted to do a bunch of art for it and this was one of the pieces that was tied to the original uh display and it's actually on when you do the tour of their studio it's actually the background image on one of the on one of the few computers that actually has the monitor on and you can see stuff it's actually the ta- the, the desktop photo on the background and that's where people started to like clue in and then and then it was dug out and yes, he was given credit for creating both the picture and then also being tied to the rest of the picture so it's official I just confess I am not pretty sure if the thing that the, this picture was in uh, as a screensaver in a computer has something to do with Kuchera the, the illustrator or because boobs well both because but he, it, it did came, like it is on his website as well so like it is officially like tied to him now <laughs> yeah but maybe probably the person that has this image in his computer is because boobs <laughs> Yeah, but not impressed. Yeah. At least the the laws like in certain areas are gonna be different. Like what we do is gonna especially like in combat zones. I guess if you wanna blow some steam, <laughs> go there. If you're everywhere, Police, yeah. don't go. Police don't go to the combat zone. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, if you're gonna do mission stealthy and you're like God damn it! I have all these skills and weapons. I'm, I need to use. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder how they're gonna do that, especially because they were talking about co-op and like the combat zone idea of having it like the black zone in uh, or what do they call it in the division, dark zone. Yeah, uh, yeah. to to have like a co-op area like that. Yeah. It's going to be very, very interesting to see the the combat zone. Uh, although the uh, Cyberpunk Online thing has been has been floating around for quite a while, and there there has been speculation that uh, the uh, combat zone is going to be like this uh, hut, like what you mentioned in in Division. I really hope that uh, we are able to to walk around the combat zone in single player, if this multiplayer thing is going to be a thing mm. inside the combat mm. zone because I want I want to see it I want to you know be by, my, by myself and encounter NPCs not encounter other yep. people yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think most of the, the the people want that like I don't think co-op is like if you made a poll I don't think a lot of people would go with co-op especially because they want to keep this single player experience that CDPR is known for <coughs> Well, co-op also also follows the spirit of the pen and paper game. Mm, yeah, in some way it's implemented. Yeah. Also, uh, I want to thank everyone who joined the stream. Holy crap, we got 66 people watching, and they've been very active in the comments. Oh my god, even my even my girlfriend is watching. A <laughs> big shout out. <laughs> yeah, she's been very been very supportive of youtube which is crazy but anyway if you have any questions we're also going to be taking questions later so don't forget to write them down below yeah is there anything mm-hmm. else you wanted to discuss this week about cyberpunk anything you had in mind we haven't really learned that much we've gotten yeah. i guess cdpr's store but there's you know, not much to discuss there it's, yeah just yeah the more. store is coming and i'm i'm really hoping that they're going to have a ton of the the like the leather jacket for one 
Mm. Um, I think that's I think that's a no brainer at this point because it's something that that has actually been made. And <clears throat> if you're gonna do a if you're gonna do a clothing series mm. that's not like t-shirts, like t-shirts are easy. Everybody wears t-shirts, and, and it's not hard to get t-shirts made. Um, but the thing is, is that leather jacket. In order to get that leather jacket made, you have to have like one or two or multiples of them made. Usually, one of every size, and then um, usually like out of out of multiple different kinds of material. So you end up if you if you're gonna say, hey, we're gonna be selling this on a store, you're gonna have a prototype of at least at least seven, if not ten, mm. and that's gonna be different materials, different sizes, and then they're going to present that to you you're going to obviously you're going to have to probably paid for uh, a chunk of the of the the creation and then they well i, mean, I don't think that the jacket is going to be in the store because they are giving it away so. to they're, they're giving it away like special gift for people but, that have but been that's working. why i think it's going to be in the store is because <laughs> a jacket like that is is um it's it's it would be something that they would have lying around in in some supply if they were going to go you know full on and, and sell sell it to uh sell it to the actual users so i i think i think that i mean the, there is a lot of demand for it in the hands of people is because of that reason mm. yeah there's probably going to be like a limited like going to the store now it might be yeah. limited yes mm. but i think honestly i think that we're going to see that um, there's a couple other things that I really want to see. Uh, I, I definitely want to see that. Um, speaking of that, that art scene, the the uh, the see-through jacket that she's wearing. Yeah, I'm, su I'm sure that, that that'll be a hot seller, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and then uh, what's the other one? Um, definitely need some uh, of the like the LED infused items and gear as well. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, that'll be really cool. So yeah, I think. I think the store will be a big hit, uh, especially if the game is a big hit. You know, people have been... I can't tell you how many uh, N7 hoodies and t-shirts were sold at the height of the Mass Effect series. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if they can, if they can get that level, just a similar level of, like, fan favoritism, then we're going to be seeing just... I mean, I don't know about you guys. We, we do a lot of conventions and stuff. We, we hit up a lot of gaming conventions and... and even like anime and, and pop culture conventions, and you know, three or four years ago, Mass Effect stuff was everywhere. Oh yeah, constantly. It's not anymore because I mean, you know, what happens when you spit in the face of your fans? But um, <laughs> like the, the the community really is looking for something to get into and something to throw their support behind. Um, and Even so Witcher I think, fans, I think, because yeah. they never really properly had a Witcher store, didn't, did they? Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're going to see so. that too. No. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, how about hmm? how about the V on the on the bathtub? <laughs> we have the Geralt on the bathtub. We V taking a bath. That that would be funny. I I wonder how many people would actually if you actually created a, um, you know that that recreated that scene with the Witcher. Uh, with Gerald in the in the bathtub, I wonder how many people would actually go out and buy like a like a two three hundred dollar uh, miniature of Gerald in the bathtub. Probably a lot of people. 
Probably. <laughs> it would be more or less than the uh, than the Blades Girl or or somebody more concurrent. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. An interesting concept. Oh yeah. And I also wonder if that scene is going to end itself up in the um, the Netflix series for The Witcher as well. Mm. It's got to. I think it's got. To. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what they're gonna do with it. But uh, that was. I was. Uh, I was surprised. CDPR didn't like release an official store like before. Like especially when the witch. Did they? Didn't they have a store? Like an official they one. Yeah, like, they had. They had the hands full. I mean, <laughs> it's 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 easy to say. Oh, I'm sure that they didn't do this. They didn't do that. They had their hands really yeah. full with the Witcher and with with the expansions and with Cyberpunk. So it's like. Uh, they need more hands. They've been, they've been expanding like crazy, mm. buying buying stuff like it was the monopoly, buying companies and uh, buying lands and uh, hiring people. So I guess that in the future they will be able to to do more things. But uh, before now, the years between the release of The Witcher and now they have their hands really full. Yeah, especially because of like the power of merchandising. How much they can just get out and sell a lot of that stuff especially like earn a lot of revenue for the company like yeah. that's mm. that stuff sells <laughs> i well, believe that uh, kaczynski mentioned that in the uh when he was uh, presenting the uh, results to his investors mm-hmm. about uh, about the what they expected to sell he didn't give man- he didn't give num- numbers about it, but he said that they expected to sell a little. In but it sounded that they were more doing it for the for the fans, that not because it was business. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think that's definitely how you have to pitch it. Um, originally, like like one of the biggest uh, movers for YouTubers <clears throat> and people online is like merchandise. Mm. And I remember trying to pitch to a company a few many many years ago uh to sell like like merch that was tied to like uh some some rising like stars and people were like no there's no way that would happen of of course that's not gonna be something that's gonna happen that's that's absolutely ridiculous and 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 then lo and behold it's like i think it's like a billion dollar industry now it's like for for it's it's more if you're including like all merchandise for like internet related things it's well over two or three billion i think um, but, but it's, it's like, not it's not it's like, only yeah, that yeah, yeah. it's also that if you want to create merchandise around your brands you need to license the brand and then things like the like the bethesda back and can happen and then they fire back at bethesda not at the person that did this that's what happens when you license your brand so i guess mm-hmm. that they want to have everything under control yeah, That's and, and controlling their brand is probably is, is a really good idea. Uh, Necron uh, Orson says that he wants a Jackie waifu pillow, and I, I think this is probably a brilliant idea. Um, <laughs> having Number Jackie on the giant body <clears throat> pillow lying next to you, waking up and seeing his face. I'm I'm sure that's what a lot of people really want. So yeah, I love that one. Like sound effects. When you squeeze it, it'll shout Spanish slurs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping I'm keeping the cyber cooler thing. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, but I think like Witcher stuff is gonna sell and like because of the Witcher 3 I think everyone was just waiting for like oh we wanna buy something and then I think as Cyberpunk comes out and more people hear about it, it's gonna skyrocket. Especially because like the Witcher 3 came out so many years ago and like even though you have the fan base still, it's it's there, the community is there. 
the the release of Cyberpunk is gonna bring so much more sales to everything. So in my opinion, I think if they want to expand, you know, their activities, if they want to build more games, to be more active in that area, this is definitely one of the good ways to crowdfund that money, to raise that money. Ali was asking a moment ago, what what, what did we expect for the for this special edition? Oh yeah. What's hmm. your thoughts on that? Hmm. What do you I expect? I want to see an art book. That's all I want to see. Oh yeah. That's um, all I care about. I'm pretty sure that we're gonna have uh, a miniature in one of the versions. It's just something that is more and more prevalent these days, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it's gonna be the um, the Blades Girl. I mean, they they already have it in oh, yeah. full production. So moving it to full, 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 full production is gonna be pretty easy. Mm. Yeah. Well, I hope they, they they put more copies of the special edition of Cyberpunk than the ones than the, the number they put out for the special edition of The Witcher Three because they were sold out like in minutes. Yeah, like thirty minutes or something, right? Yes, it was amazing. So, I hope I hope that this time they put more units <laughs> in the market so more people are able to buy it. Well, I mean, good lord, they they had the they had this collector's edition of Borderlands go up uh, on their on the um, on the Gearbox store for like the physical collector's edition like and it sold out in like 45 minutes yeah. and and they're just like completely sold out now it's like oh damn goodness uh, goodness me uh, we also have a question will CDPR show at this E3 the second AAA game no 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 all the focus yeah it's gonna be on cyberpunk <laughs> they don't wanna spoil anything it's gonna be cyberpunk all around they've been waiting for so long to show it yes at last yes <laughs> cyberpunk yes. like I'm that screen it's ready imagine finally seeing that screen it's ready they're gonna yeah, do it they, they, they know it they may do a <laughs> teaser of the next game <clears throat> hmm. uh, no, no, that I know, not that I know of. Actually, in the investors' conference, Kaczynski said that they weren't going to tell everything, anything about it, because now the focus mm-hmm. was on cyberpunk. So, so yes, yeah, cyberpunk everywhere. <laughs> I was talking, I was talking yesterday to one of the moderators in the cyberpunk official Discord, and he was saying, "I know what's going to happen when they say the release date. We're going to spend three days or four days talking to each other. Like, uh, is it?" Re- the, we is going to be released. Yeah, um, are you sure? Yeah, I think, I think, yeah. Release at last. To convince ourselves that this day came at last. And then I'll, I'm going to have the, the game in my hands, I'm going to put it on the console, or I'm going to play on the PC, and I'm going to grab the controller, and I'm going to completely forget how to play a game. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, we also have a, another question. Do you think they will release a video trailer for each background choice you can make at a character creation what do you think i don't i think i think not I don't think so. yeah that's gonna be like in the game they're gonna <clears> save <throat> it no, for because that that would that would spoil the surprise yeah, what does yeah. that exactly mean yeah. because that's one of the fun things of the game that you exactly don't know what it means to mm. pick uh, the backstory yeah they're just gonna show the updated trailer with some of the new things we haven't seen before that's gonna be interesting i think they might show cl- something to do with the classes that would make sense to me like in mechanics well, like when it comes to the skill trees and stuff like mm. that, or specific abilities that they have, yeah, it's not too spoilery. I guess. And the net. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And that too, yeah. 
they didn't, didn't cool. touch on it at all. Like yes, it was, it was just slightly showed. Yeah, nothing too much. And we were repeated all the time that it was a work in progress. So I guess that at the point when we saw the gameplay, they didn't have the net completely finished. Mm. But you know, in my, in my wet dreams, in the trailer, we're going to see the net, and we're going to see either Alt Cunningham or Rage Bartmos. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. I wonder how much they're gonna show regarding the story, but there was also one this crazy thing that's been going around my head now. Like before, for example, The Witcher. Uh, before, like CDPR, it was somewhat famous mostly in Poland. Then, as you know, the popularity of games rose, so did the popularity of the books. And then we get the deals like, okay, Netflix is producing the the series. I, do you think is is there ever gonna be a chance? Or is someone going to be a crazy enough if this becomes really popular? If the if the brand of cyberpunk, like especially cyberpunk twenty twenty universe in twenty seventy seven, do you think it will ever go to either Netflix or in a form of a movie? Well, there are a series of, of cyberpunk series lately on on television. Uh, Altered Carbon. No, no, no I don't um, mean cyberpunk as a subgenre. I mean specifically. No, but I mean to, yeah, as, as yeah. cyberpunk as a subgenre is now mm. popular. It's more than likely that someone wants to produce Cyberpunk 2077, mm. being a general that mm -hmm. in general is, uh, mm. is can, quite popular right now. So I can add something to this. Uh, there is a, uh, as, you, as you know, I'm, I'm very well connected. I'm also very well connected with analysts because my job is mainly as an analyst. Um, there are analysts who are watching uh, right now and they're putting together a pitch idea for a certain studio to uh, get uh, to get the rights to do work directly within the cyberpunk uh, thing. No, no offer has been made yet, but they're preparing one. Oh, so the critical reception of the game will impact how that works. And um, there, these like you just don't you just don't call somebody up and be like, hey, we think this might be good for TV. I mm -hmm. mean, Netflix does that because they're Netflix. But as far as like. You know, as far as like actually like putting a plan together, uh, putting money, where it's going to be filmed, how it's going to be filmed, what studios you're going to use, what unions are involved, like like a lot of this stuff is stuff that you'll get caught up on if you're not if you're not aware of it and diving into it full time. So when they when they structure it like this, it's a little bit different and it's more like you take it with a lot more severity because when somebody shows up and says with this kind of a deal says hey here's the deal we're talking like um What's you know years? six months and they're into production mm -hmm. versus like it's a conceptual idea and then two years later they the wheels start grinding like that's the difference so <clears throat> so what we have now is we have um at least one studio that i know of who's going yeah we're gonna keep our eyes on this Mm -hmm. And we're preparing a deal. We're doing the legwork for it already. And if this game is a humongous hit, and if the Witcher series is a humongous hit, because that, that kind of showcases what kind of a fan base will cross over from mm -hmm. the video game to the to the show and how that will affect the numbers. If all of those are like you know, super green, then they're gonna approach both parties that are involved in Cyberpunk with the with an offer relatively quickly huh. and they're, they're going to want to get in on that so it, it'll depend a little bit on you know on the, the the give and take of the game and 
of where everything is and and um, again if if it if it does bonkers numbers and it, it's really really solid then CDPR might have their own idea of mm. getting into um, you know they may not accept the deal or the offer they may want to try and do it themselves uh, or or get a more get an idea that they control more right so there's a whole bunch of um, aspects to it that that are that are entirely up in the air right now <clears throat> but this is this is the kind of stuff that good analysts are spending a lot of time on focusing right now whereas a bad analyst will just be like you know they'll try and react to it not interact with it if that makes sense but who has the brand because cyberpunk belongs to Tosorian games that belongs to mike pondsmith mm-hmm. cyberpunk 2077 i guess that belongs to the project but uh They're still it's based on on pondsmith's brand so mm-hmm. i don't know yeah same like with sapkowski yeah so they, yeah they somebody would have to um they're gonna have to obviously they're gonna have to pay off both parties involved because the lore is interconnected Mm. Because Mike Pondsmith said that he's not interested in creating, you know, eight different lore, um, eight different existing like universes, right? Mm. Where it's like, oh, it's the it's the Kelvin timeline, and then the Prime timeline, and then the secondary timeline, and then there's this other timeline from the uh, a cartoon series that was made back in the '70s when everybody was high on drugs, and it's like it's like, yeah, no, no, let's let's focus on one thing at a time here and and build that out because. As it turns out, um, you know, destroying your own lore is not—it's not a good thing. So, yeah. Well, it's, I it's guess that if if they make if they make a series, the most interesting thing to do would be to make the original lore in series. I believe. Mm. Yeah, because that is kind of rounded when it comes to mm-hmm. story. Like most of the stuff has been like explained and everything that happened. So, like maybe putting like a new character into that time and place where he's going to experience that those events or you mean uh, like everything that happened in the in the lore completely make it into a series well i mean that in the we expect that in the video game we're going to see some of the characters of the 2020 lore that are more important my um mike pondsmith i believe that recently said about uh morgan blackhand being in cyberpunk red I'm not 100% sure about that. Mm-hmm. And also we're expecting Johnny Silverhand because he was mentioned in the uh, in the gameplay. I, I'm trying to figure out what other characters are. I'm guessing Al Cunningham. I'm, I'm expecting um, Anastasia Lucchesi. And uh, when you all introduce these characters in the video game, you, uh, people that are not familiar with the original lore are, are going to wonder, so uh, why why are they here and how did, how did they get here? And pre prequels are something that um, you know people used to like. And actually, the prequel is what existed before. In that case, it's not a prequel. Mm. This is the sequel. But as the vast majority of people that play the game, that will play the game, will not know all the lore. I believe that if you create a product that it will be the like can be marketed like the prequel of the video game, it can be really successful. Hmm. Again, depending on how the game does. <laughs> Well, I'm sure the game is going to be great. Uh, yeah. It's going to do great, and it's going to sell a lot. I'm, I'm totally positive. I think it's more dependent on how well The Witcher does. Mm-hmm. The Witcher the, Netflix the, the Netflix series. Mm. Yeah. That's going to be a big metric compared to. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right now, right now, there's a lot of studios that are looking for the next big thing. Uh, this is, I mean, <clears throat> Game of Thrones is wrapping up. Mm. 
um, in like what six months it's going to be over and done with. Yeah. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of studios who are who are. I mean, there's there's a there's a couple. HBO's got like another show queued up to kind of be its mainline replacer. Um, it's I don't think we've I don't think we've heard about it at all yet. But we know about the prequel. It's on its way. Yeah. We know yeah. about the prequel for Game of Thrones. We also have uh, Amazon coming up with uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And Good Omens. Why don't you mention Good Omens? This is the only series that I'm, that I'm hyped for this year. <laughs> so, uh, when is The Witcher going out? Uh, sometimes at the end of 2019. That's what they s- yeah. I mean, they said 2019, but how the production is going and, and the editing and CJ, I think it's the end of 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's fall, related for the fall. Yeah, could be something like that. Like I know they have their release schedules when they release something. So like I'm guessing that particular month that's gonna be their biggest thing. They're gonna market like crazy. That might be crazy because it might cross over with like the release of 2077 as well. Ah, <laughs> it's the end of my 2019. Ah. We'll see how how that thing is gonna go. Uh, do we have any questions? Oh, by the way, are you getting it on PC or consoles? We had that question. Who is getting it on the PC and who is getting Cyberpunk on console? I'm getting it on PC, and most probably I'm going to do something that I never wanted to do because it's going to be really problematic. But I'm going to need to connect the PC to my big television because I, I usually play in the console because I have a 65 inches television. Mm-hmm. But I have a super ultra PC that bought that I bought uh, at the end of past year, and the screen is your typical PC screen. And I want to play it on PC, but I want to use my big television, so probably I'll have a cable all across my flat <laughs> to connect the PC to the television because it really weighs a lot, and I cannot move it it in and out to connect mm. it to the television comfortably. But yes, I'm going to have a cable all across my flat just to play it on the big screen. <laughs> yeah, especially with the graphics. Like, mm. People also have been wondering about like the specification requirements. What do you think about that? Like, I think it's probably going to be like everything that today's PC can run until like Metro and that kind of stuff. If you can run that, I think you're not going to have any problems running Cyberpunk. Well, I have I have in mind this uh, new generation thing they explained many times that the game mm-hmm. is ready for next generation. So I believe, and this is speculation, I believe that the game will be able to offer graphics like uh, better than what we saw in the gameplay. Mm. Which will mean that uh, you will be able to play this uh, gameplay version with uh, nowadays PC, but the, with an advanced one, you are going to be able to be to play a better version of the of the game. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because we're also expecting that uh, the Scorpio and the PlayStation 5 are already here. And um, and all of this sounds like this game is going to be a cross-generation, which means that they need an upgraded version for the new consoles to have uh, to make sense that they are in the new consoles. So if there's an upgraded version for the consoles, most probably there will be an upgraded version for the PC. Ah. Uh, yeah. And it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be hard for modders to unlock it because this isn't this isn't some new engine that modders are not familiar with. Um, the modding community for The Witcher is quite active, mm-hmm. so it's now it's not the same code. It, it's the same code base, and it's a considerably upgraded engine. So a lot of 
a lot of programming changes, but it's like, um, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, lowing. What's a really good example? I believe that even if it's a completely new engine, mothers would need like a week. <laughs> yes, yes. Or they, even they less, need, because they, they are time, killing yeah. machines. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Although it depends yeah. on, it depends on like, do you think they're going to release like, obviously like for The Witcher 3, they only released the mod kit, they didn't release the red kit. Mm -hmm. Do you think they want... They, they definitely want uh, this game to, you know, be active and be relevant for a longer period of time. So introducing the red kit and then having group of talented people, mothers, doing crazy things with the game would definitely do it. I believe yeah. that it wasn't released for, for um, as I said before, they had the, yeah. the plate full and they didn't have more hands to do more stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I guess, uh, I, I don't think they ever gave an official explanation to that, but uh, knowing how busy they were, most probably this was the reason. But now that they have more hands, probably they think about it because uh, in, it's in the best interest to keep players inside the game for the longest time possible. Right. Yes. So mods is a good way of doing so. Yeah, yeah, modding is longevity by a long shot. Online mm -hmm. mod support; those are the two big ones. Yeah, mon having something online and having substantial mod support. I mean, it. You, we've gone over and over and over and over and over with with game developers in the past. It's like you add those things, or at least the mod support, and if you can make it friendly and usable. Uh, the chances of the game being played today versus like you know five years ago, or two years ago, or three years ago, whatever, whenever you released your game, um, you know, that's going to affect the the people who are playing it today. So, hmm. let me see if I can just pull this up here. Um, oh, we have a donation, Oscavian. Thank you for the two dollars. Welcome to the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, def Like Skyrim, generally lives off of mods even today because you even have like the entire new stories entire new universes that people created and knowing people like imagine if they create something something from the pre something from the past something from the lore mm -hmm. if if they have that uh, mod support that would be cool so right now as of 18 minutes ago there's over 15,000 people playing the witcher how many? That is 15,000. Oh, nice. Yeah, so uh, that's obviously like bonkers numbers because the 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 game was put out like, you know, more than more than two years ago now. Mm -hmm. um, and it's doing really, really well. Now, how many people are playing Skyrim at the moment? And currently as of like 10 minutes ago, that's uh, a about 40 just under 40,000 people are playing Skyrim. Skyrim was released ages ago. So many years ago. <laughs> and oh. there's still 40,000 people playing it right <laughs> now. Yep. Like good lord that's that's and that's not even that's again this is just going off of PC stats that are that are viewable. Oh. Um, so we can the numbers of, of what's actually like of, of how many people are actually playing it um, 
there's a lot of people who who don't launch uh, Skyrim through Steam, so we don't have those numbers. But we can we can roughly estimate that that it's more than forty thousand. It's probably closer to fifty thousand of people are playing that right now. So That's when you nuts. allow and and encourage a modding community to just go nuts, um, you know, it's it's huge. It's mm. absolutely huge. So mm. yeah, and that because like I think. This would be perfect for uh, CDPR because they would have more time to develop new games because they like to take their time to make the game as polished and as crazy as they can. And um, having mod support would definitely help them because, like, throughout two or three years when they release nothing, you would still have crazy mods out there and people making them every single day, every single week. Yeah. Allow me to interrupt you there, but <laughs> the comment section is just so good. <laughs> Are you reading the comments? <laughs> yes, a bit. <laughs> they are so good. Someone is complaining who disliked the video. Someone said, since this isn't sponsored by Arasaka, probably a Militech executive disliked this video. <laughs> it's funny. Um, actually, that that is that is because of of us at the triple s league we're, we're sorry that we brought that over uh we've had a troll you can you can go check our, all of our videos this is really funny um there is somebody who who for the past two and a half years every time we post a video within a minute we get one dislike and you can check every single one of our videos every single one of our videos has at least one dislike and it's the one person who cares so much about us. This, this is what's funny. There's one person out there who who every single minute of the day is looking at our feed, waiting to dislike our video. It's really funny and it's really good. And I know it's not a bot because it's not like always at, at like a certain time. They, they always show up at like a random time. So it's always just this one person who hates us so much that their entire life revolves around disliking our, our video which is really hilarious and I'm sorry I brought it over here to your channel oh don't worry well, don't worry I'm glad I didn't I didn't bring mine because I have three of them in fact mm -hmm. one of one of them was uh, following on discord to be able to to dislike the video as soon as I put it on discord because I put it on discord like a couple of hours before I make it public mm -hmm. so it, it was easy to see that someone was in discord but when I took when I took the break the four months break they uh thought i guess they thought i wasn't going to going to come back and they just stopped doing so yeah <laughs> yeah but i mean it's it's seriously funny that there there are people who that's that's when you know you've made it when yeah. when somebody else has has made it their life's goal to try and like <laughs> ruin you at every every step of the way that's i mean and and it's shocking to me that there's people who will do that for somebody who's you know i, I mean we're not small uh, ish in in the like we're still really small um mm. compared to like you know the big people but it's like it's like even with a few you know tens of thousands of people which is a really small number when you when you think about it in contrast to like you know what the internet is and the, the fact there's like five billion people using it um and and it's also something that's like if you ever get into it don't ever let those numbers like like change who you are when you have when you have one person who shows up to try and ruin your day over and over and over again, just just get to a point where you can laugh at it because 
the, every other reaction to it is is not healthy. You know, yep. the the reaction of oh I'm gonna get you or uh, you know oh I hate this person or they make my life miserable. That's entirely what they wanted to do. You know, and, exactly. and stop feeding. Um, but they feed never them. make it. I don't know why they insist. Yeah, but that's that's the funny thing is is like wow they they really they're really there just to get that that done. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. That's appreciation. It's that's, they want to feel that's... important. They want to feel important. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We so talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's, it's more it's more to laugh at it. <laughs> you, you, also, you, you read it as well. <laughs> also, for the people that are listening, when it comes to like likes and dislikes and stuff yeah. like that, just know that, especially when you like something, that means a lot to us, and that that's really helpful, even to you know smaller creators mm-hmm. and even big creators. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of the smash that like button. Let's try and get ten thousand likes. That's really disingenuous. I I feel, and you'll never hear us say that. You'll always hear us say thank you for hitting the like button because that really does help us as community creators. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. when somebody like, treats it as like a a throwaway thing, it's really disingenuous. But when when we say hey, it really helps us and we appreciate it, then then we're we're speaking from the heart on that. Mm, true. Now we call the S known neon show. Yeah, like that. S known <laughs> neon show. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah. No, th- this is this is very good. Uh, I know that I've been I've been getting messages about this podcast for the entire week. Like, it's a great thing that you know we managed to get together and you know talk about it. Especially now that we're going to be receiving more news in the next two months. Yes, and again, because everybody is asking about it. Kasuliski was invited, yes. but he kindly refused because he rather is working alone, which is something that we do respect. And no problem about that. Mm. Yep. But yeah, maybe, maybe I, I, one I day. Had like, yes, we I would had, love I had a lot of questions on the, on the first, on the first, first post- podcast. Like, uh, where is he? Where is he? Well, he didn't want to. I'm not going to force him. Yep. <laughs> I don't want to end up uh, with a restrained author. <laughs> no, don't worry. I mean, uh, I mean, if I, if, I mean, mm. let, let's joke. If I end up with one, I want it to be in the, the Polish police. No, no, no. But this is this is shaping up great, and especially now, like it's it's hard to find topics when there are no topics. But still, I like this podcast because we're still able to somehow talk about cyberpunk and have fun with it for an hour. Yeah. That was great. Excuse yeah. me, but that I was... need I need. Three letters from Tether Project to make a 10 minutes video talking about Cyberpunk. <laughs> Honestly, right? We're starving, We're starving here for info. There, it, it was a little quiet this week because gaming news in general was pretty was pretty hefty. Mm. Um, it was also it also comes on the heel of them doing I think two interviews and the financial thing just recently. Yep. So it's going to be a little quieter. I'm suspecting that this week we're going to get another drip. Um, mm. And then the week after that, if there's been, if it was a small drip or if there's not anything, then we're going to get something major. Uh, not major, major, sorry. Something uh, medium. Mm. That's a better word for it. Something on the medium scale. Um, a new picture yeah, that's, to that's, analyze. Yeah, yeah hopefully. And this is this is what I've been saying <laughs> for a long time, is that, that they're trying to keep this in the news. And if mm. you look at... If you look at charts, and I look at charts all the time, every day my my brain is filled with nothing but charts and stuff like that. Um, every time they search parameters for like people searching for cyberpunk news, every time it gets to a certain low point, boom, something pops up. Oh, yeah. And 
and that's how it's been working for well over uh, like a year solid now um mm. ever since the original like beep that they put out oh yeah uh, it's oh. been it's been one thing after another after another after another after another and i know because i've talked to people within the company that they they they'll they'll watch who's if any leaks are have come out recently to know whether or not they should add something else because if a leak comes out they'll let um you know they won't do an interview or they'll they'll wait on doing an interview or something like that for another week because they know that that leak is gonna gonna keep the news cycle going and then they then they wait a little bit more and then mm-hmm. they you know they're not it's not a primary thing that they're watching obviously they have you know important things that they want to release on a set schedule but when it comes to like the little stuff they're constantly paying attention and they've been doing a really good job the only thing I wish more from them is that they were a little bit more lippy in some of their Twitter stuff. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think we're not going to get, but I, I really, like, you guys know about the Wendy's Twitter account, right? Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. I wish more companies were like Wendy's because, honestly, I have not eaten at Wendy's for a very, very long time up until that Twitter account showed up. And now I get all my keto like meals on the go there. Like I shouldn't eat hamburgers without the bun, basically, um, because it's like it's like they're they're funny. They're they're so funny and it's so entertaining. That I would have I like, would have loved that we were doing this. It. Sorry for interrupting you, but uh, yeah. before we will get, we forget about that, I, I I would have loved that we were doing this with a camera because I would have loved to see Neon's face when he was salivating, saying, "Oh, an image to analyze." <laughs> <laughs> More socks and sandals for me. <laughs> Neon, okay, the expert in finding this little detail that no one uh, nobody else <laughs> noticed. <laughs> Oh, Not even on Reddit. Quit making fun of me, guys. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but it's with love. Yeah. Okay. We have a new donation. Andre, thank you for $2. Well, $1.99, but I'll make it too. And also, we have a, a good question. Uh, anyone know if Cyberpunk Red is a new version with new rule system, or is Cyberpunk Red a refresh of the old system? They might have said it. If they did, I missed it. Once I believe that this is a... Is a refresh a refresh of the system? They they have mm-hmm. they made some changes. It's not as different as uh, 2020 for the third edition, for instance. Mm-hmm. It's pretty close to 2020, but it has a refresh. They also refreshed the, the uh, they changed the classes, not changed, but in the sense that they adapted it. For instance, um, you have uh, what it was the corporate class. Now it's going to be executive class, and uh, they're going to have rules in case that you want to change class. For instance, you're a rock boy, and at some point you signed for you signed for a um, music distribution company, and you become an executive. You keep having part of your rock boy abilities, but then you have the executive abilities, and they are creating rules for that. And also, as I said before, uh, in cops they are merging all kinds of cops. And I guess that uh, they're going to make um, hackers and where they're going to merge Netrunners and the Crystal Jocks. This is speculation, this last part, because uh, in the video game is what I believe they are doing. So I guess in Cyberpunk Red, they are introducing all these changes that we could see we could see in the video game. For instance, when we saw the character creation in the video game, you couldn't see no attractive. Because it's a stat that is pretty useless, considering that uh, first in the video game, the attractiveness is something that you sculpt in your face in the character creation. And inside the pen and paper game in Cyberpunk, you can buy a sculpt yourself at any time you want. So it's a pretty 
absurd start to have. So they're making all these changes that they are uh, updating the system to be mm, more logical than, than the ones, the system we had for 2020. Also, they're going out of their way to update some of the some of the roll codes, which isn't a lot. Like pen and paper is always very different than um, than a, a live game, uh, especially one that's not you know turn based or not like you know you can't just freeze time whenever to to make you know judgment calls on the fly. Um, there is a little bit of a change that goes there, but if there is ways that you can kind of keep it at the heart of it, <clears throat> this is actually something I was talking with a. Um, both with uh, Chris Avalon and also with another game developer that I can't mention at the moment, um, recently on that is like, where's the, like, what do you do when it comes to incorporating that, right? Um, how's the how's the genre um, merging and changing when it comes to, you know, more of the the tactical slower games, more of the the things where games came from originally, uh, looking at um, looking at more of the turn-based games that we had that first showed up like Icewind Dale and Border Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter Nights to games that are a little bit more uh progressive in that sense um that that are more you know faster paced built for uh you know uh the current kind of like I don't know mainstream type games it's like how do you how do you keep that stuff important how do you keep that stuff around and some companies do it really well and then some companies do it less less than well um and and it's something that that the a lot of the game designers realize that that's the core that's the root and we don't want to go out of our way to change it without needing to right so that's something that's that the designers are very very key on trying to keep involved is trying to keep the feeling and there's a bigger push more and more to return to a lot of the turn-based games like look at how well um you know, Divinity, Divinity Original Sin has has done, uh, and and other games like that, and XCOM has had a, a big res, resurgence as well in the last few years. So, this this kind of stuff is going to stay. So they're going to tweak it, but they're going to try and keep the spirit of what it was meant for. Mm. So, I hope I didn't go too off the rails in that one. No, no, it was okay. Uh, we have. <laughs> is there a chance for? I never asked for this Easter egg in Cyberpunk 2077. What do you think? Yeah, there's gonna be Easter eggs. Oh, Don't yes. worry about that. <laughs> I was. I was thinking about a question. Uh, what do you think will happen when you die? Hmm. Um, I, I mean, think, uh, huh. I, be I believe uh, that someone is going to pick you up. Uh, that is not going to be the trauma team. Most probably, it's going to be the Neuronet. This new corporation that appeared. But like, you lose something. You lose money. You lose, and how? Well, I think, well, I think in the in the case of like getting your head blown off, I'm pretty sure you're just dead, and you just are forced to reload from uh, <laughs> the beginning. But um, yeah, I, I think that I think that for the most part, that's that's more or less the concept that they're going for. Is the is the you know they're, they're, there's a there's a point at which you don't want to interrupt gameplay too much. Mm. Um, and yeah. that comes with like advanced systems of res and stuff. Uh, I talk a, a lot about how much I mod Skyrim. Um, my current Skyrim has a very uh, utilizes a couple of no death systems. Um, there is still a death system, but it's like it's it's different. So if you go and you attack a you know a city guard, um, there's a good chance that they're not gonna you know cut your head off or just stab you and then you're gonna die. It's, there's a good chance that you're gonna get knocked out or 
you know, you're going to get beaten down, and then you're going to wake up in the jail cell, and then you've got, like, a day before you're sentenced, and then, <clears throat> depending on your crime, you might get executed in a public square. And if all of this stuff happens, um, you know, it's this slow progression towards, well, I'm, I'm totally going to die, and... I need to try and get away, I need to try and get away, I need to try and get away. And it's really fun playing um, setups where it's like, got captured by some bandits, they're going to execute me tomorrow, I'm going to just try and run, and I'm going to jump off a cliff and hope I live. And it's kind of like while being led to their, their execution post. So stuff like that is not something that you can add into to Cyberpunk 2077 without really... Just setting the game off on a wild tangent. Much, much <laughs> Sorry, like Sam, no, we are not laughing on you. We are laughing on the cons because <laughs> they are really yeah. good. There's some really good ones. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. Like, I think the best option would be like I don't know if it's gonna be like GTA. You just you brush off and you're outside the hospital while you got blown up. But I probably think it's gonna be either game over or you could be like beaten down and robbed, something like that. Yeah. Would be cool. Have any of you seen the the sketch that um, Robot Chicken did about Mortal Kombat? No, no, I didn't. Okay, didn't so there's this there's this sketch that they do where they're in a fight, right? And this guy, like, um, I can't remember which character. I think it was Johnny Cage or something like that. Um, and he's in this fight, and he gets his back broken, and you know, whoever won Scorpion or whatever was like, aha, victory! And then it shows him in the hospital and then it shows him, like, trying to be in recovery and his wife is by his side and she's like, you can do this! And he, like, is struggling to walk and then eventually he starts walking and then he, he slowly gets it better and then he's, you know, he's out in the world and he's jogging and he's training and he gets back into the fight immediately gets his head ripped off. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. yeah it's, it's... That's erotic. Well, we shall see. Um, what do you guys think of wrapping this up? Do you have anything else to say? Neon, you've been quiet. What's up, what's up? Um, <laughs> yeah, we can wrap it up. He's been thinking I'm, about this there's... image that, that they're going to release for us to analyze. No, I'm, I'm stoked with the screenshots. I just need screenshots. That's all I need. And I'm a happy boy for like the next two months. Hey, give me something, CDPR, if you're watching. Please. <laughs> I beg you. I wonder if there is someone from to... CDPR watching this. Hmm. It's sad to yeah, beg, yeah. but it's more sad to steal. <laughs> Please give me an image. <laughs> Please. I beg you. <laughs> no, no, no. But thank you. Thank you for all these amazing people for joining the, the second episode of the Cyberpunk 2077 Community Podcast. And uh, join us next week. We'll be uh, live same time, I think. Yep. Yes, yeah, live same time. Same time. And Other, we're on... Yeah. Who's next week? I think I'm next week. Right? Yes, or Neon's are you? next week. No, no Neon. Yeah, so on my channel. Yeah. Sweet. So next week on the Neon Arcade, we're having the third episode of the Cyberpunk 2077 podcast. Do you have anything say for the end? Well, thanks uh, for having us. No, no, thank yeah, you for having us. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. It was awesome. So, yeah. It's awesome being here. It's, mm -hmm. it's really cool that we're doing this project. And again, for everybody who's watching or everybody's listening, everybody watching after the, the, the fact, go subscribe to all of the channels. Yep. None of us who are currently here really do any of the 
identical contact content mm. will all cover kind of like the same big stories obviously but we all cover it in different ways yep and that's why we make up a really good community podcast so go subscribe to everybody check out um all the, the links below and then of course next week yeah 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 thank you and for the end this is a uh, last signing out and stay classy everyone and see you next time